Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Method of business would persist until the formation of the National Wrestling Alliance in 1948. NWA as a central governing body, with its singular, undisputed world champion, would be absolute and undeniable. This control, combined with the expansion of the interstate highway system, and the inevitable popularity and availability of regional television, would usher in an era of wrestling that was defined by what would come to be known as the territory system. The territory system would dominate wrestling for nearly four decades, while the borders, authority, popularity, and obedience of individual NWA territories was in a near constant state of flux, to this day the impact and influence of these territories is still felt. Each territory had its own signature promoter and star. While it is impossible to cram these characteristics into a static, concrete map, we are damn sure going to try anyway. So open up your eyes We're before it gets too late Now one man There's no way you can Hit the street lights running Don't give a damn A civil explanation That you'll never find Sinners never sacrifice Wrestling with your host, Monty and Faro. Jimmy, another great week in professional wrestling. I want to just read some numbers to you. Hit it. Yes, uh, sorry, Wednesday night's uh, AEW Fighter. Was it Fighter Fest? What do they call it? Shit. How would Sylvester pronounce it? Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest. Play. Uh, program received 942,000 viewers. Okay. So still struggling. Yeah, that's all right. Why? They're in the nines. Look, they got their initial audience. And you know, it's funny. Right. You walked in when you just came into the studio a little while ago. Okay. I was on the phone with Captain's Corner, right? He's an agent with yeah. wrestlers and uh -huh. stuff like that. And he, you know, he you know, he loves the show. And he was talking oh. about basically saying, you. you know, you guys are so pro-WWE. And I know you guys aren't into the AEW thing. I said, that's not fair. We were okay with it. But he said to me, the, the fans that spend money with him and with a lot of these people doing their virtual signings and things like that, because... What we were speaking about is Ward Wardlow. Ward Wardrobe? One of the agents <laughs> paid him thirteen thousand dollars for a three hour virtual. Wardlow? Wardlow. 
Wow. And the guy pulled a pretty decent profit. And he turned a profit. And he turned a profit. Damn. So Captain was explaining to me, he's like, dude. Credit for taking the risk? Dude. I would never have done it. That's what I don't think I would either. No way. And he pulled it off. How? Well, he was telling me. He said, he said, Mike, huh. name a mid-level WWE guy, like a mid-card. Dolph Ziggler. No, I did too. He goes, not fair. He's been around too long there. Somebody Finn Balor. I said, I said the same thing. He goes, no, not fair. Been around. Not long fair. Yeah. Okay. Ezekiel. Elias. Fair enough, Elias. Okay. I, I said Ricochet. Okay. He said he would rather have a mid-card AEW guy than. A mid-card job. Interesting. And he said... Is that because of the extra love of the independent fan when they love their wrestlers? They seem to love them a little... As far as, like, you know, going to conventions and stuff? I don't know. Trying to figure it out. Obviously, WWE is a much bigger... It's like the Yankees. Right. Sure. But he says when it comes to spending, the audience of AEW are single guys mm-hmm. with I see that. accessible cash. <laughs> yeah, right. And in their 20s. And that, when is cash 30s. more accessible than in your 20s? There you go. Boy, did I waste a ton. So, it, yeah, yeah, that you know, makes as sense. As I'm speaking to him, because you know, it's a pretty smart conversation, I thought, mm-hmm. I said maybe the key demographic does mean something then. You know, we always food food. In certain ways. Yeah. In certain ways, not in absolute positives, but in certain ways. Yes. All right. All right, let's get to Wednesday night. I got to tell you, I think I called you and I said, too bad you're at work. I'm excited. I was actually interested in what AEW is doing when they had Wardlow uh, go up against Orange Cassidy. I was, I kind of brought me back to remember Saturday night's main event where out of nowhere Macho Man was wrestling Jake the Snake. Okay. This is is fave against favor or face against face. Right. Macho Man, Jake Snake. Heel against heel. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. That's an interesting parallel. Okay. So I was really did inter- it disappoint or did it uplift you as um, a wrestling fan? Because I think they actually did a good job. It wasn't bad. I even liked the end. How about the respectful acknowledgement at the end? Not bad at all. You know what they did? And I thought it was very interesting. As much as we love to make fun of Orange Cassidy, I'm going to give AEW credit. They protected one of their own. They did protect Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy should have been embarrassed. Let's face it. We should have right. ding, ding, crush, one, two, three. It wasn't that, was it? Orange got to do his little funny things. The fans popped like crazy for him. And after he ultimately loses like he should to Wardlow, Wardlow gives him respect. Wardlow didn't lose anything in this either, did he? Did he? Aren't you afraid that Orange Cassidy is falling into the... Uh, what, he's a niche guy? He's, but he's falling into he the... He already uh, was from day one. to the big guy, the big player. It's about time this started making sense. Wow, look at you. You're right. Don't you think? You're right. Uh, good job, though. Good job. Uh, Chris Jericho mo- mocked Eddie King, uh, Kingston. What did your mailman do now? Chris Jericho delivered yet another <laughs> masterpiece of promo as he spent every minute on his promo tearing Eddie Kingston apart. You're a mailman? Okay. Uh, I, I, I got to be honest with you. I know this, uh, people are trying to defend Eddie Kingston at this point because yeah. I guess people are making fun of his body shape. Are they? Body shape. Oh, uh, I'm not going to get into um, that. Okay. I think, uh, that's not honestly, the, uh, I think Eddie Kingston's exactly where he belongs. The interesting fact is... I think is he deserves credit to, gotten, to get Jericho, where he has gotten. You were, you've you been right about Chris Jericho for a very long time. Mm-hmm. He called himself a living legend. During he is. This, uh, he is he a is. living legend. Jericho's one of the greatest ever. And this is ever? A, hey, look, 
he is. is the guy who made AEW. Without yeah, he did. him, it would never have happened. Completely agree. Completely agree. He is more important than Kenny Omega. Oh. He is more important than the Young Bucks. He is. He was the face that, the, that reached out to a broader audience to give them a shot in the first place. So he's the man. He's making these notes the in the Jericho Appreciation Society. Right. Actually. Be cool. Be cool. They're cool. Yeah. I mean, like, did we really ever give Sammy Guevara? I know he's not current, you know, but yeah, I mean, I did you. we ever give Sammy Guevara a second thought? No, until never. This guy's pretty good. Okay. Jericho got him over. He, how many people does he get over? A Basically lot. anyone who comes across his way. A lot. He's a generous dude, isn't he? He is. He really is. What a legend. He gets it. Yeah. But, you know, you he saw is, that he's coming, a legend. You saw that coming with the whole China thing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he did whatever he needed to do. He did a great job with China. He legitimized China. He did. I mean, absolutely. Great, great job. Great job. Moxley defeated Takashita. Okay. I so mean, I, this is a Japanese good. This is a good. Are falling their way to Tony Khan and his mighty dog. Yeah, but it's interesting though. Takashita to me is is not. I'm like you know when John Moxley beats Okada in a cold day in hell. Then I'll say, okay, now the, now the Japanese legends are falling. Because Okada and uh, Tanahashi and uh, Nakamura, guys like that, those are, in the last 15, 20 years, those are the legends. Now, if Moxley fought a guy named Shibata, which someday I'll play you some matches of his, right. you'd love this guy. What a skull crusher. He's like Cesaro with a good look. We're, we're <laughs> Sorry, we're Cesaro. Though, you know? We're upset over Nakamura. And right. Like, oh, Takashita's getting manhandled and beaten. Right. right. Now, Takashita's working on, on be, being a legend, too, to be fair to Takashita. I mean, he's like, you know. How can you become a legend when you just start losing? Yeah, the, well, you know, that's, well, losing to John Moxley? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where they plan on doing it, what they plan on doing. Notice, like, once again, though, Japan's not going to give up. Okay, you could beat Okada. Kiss my Japanese rear. Right. You know what I mean? So they're not, they're not losing anything in any of this. If anything, Moxley just beats another dude. It doesn't really matter. I don't think it will matter in Takashita's career. He's going to go back to Japan and probably be effing amazing. That doesn't... Dude, you, you remember what happened with uh, the, the guy from uh, NXT? Hideo Itami? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that he went back and, and just went back to being who he really is. You know, he's like a main event player and has been for the last few years. He went home, you know? He's from a major, major, like, you know, background before he came here. So but be, you know, it's he just returned to be the star he's supposed it's to be. It's interesting, though, because wrestling is becoming a little more regionalized now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Jericho, I saw him on a podcast. He actually said a very good statement. He said okay. it was time for another organization. It was time. Yeah. It couldn't be monopolized for right. so long. Right. And now you see these other organizations branching. Obviously, the show covers Trying. different organizations. Sure. Okay? Right. And they're, they're doing their best. But it goes back to, you know, you talk about old school, like Piper would never lose. Right. Does a guy like Takashita not have that kind of leverage? It's like, hey, look, Of course he doesn't. He's, he, this is, dude, this is exposure for Takashita. Do you think that we even knew so he it? he doesn't care. I wouldn't. I would be like, absolutely, Just I would do this. Exposure. Absolutely. Right. I mean, he's losing to a, a former world champion, current world, you know, whatever. Moxley's top of that card over there. So that's not a, that's not a terrible thing at all. You know what? You're not a, not right. a terrible thing at all. all. Yep. Luchasaurus beat Griff Garrison. Griff uh, Garrison. Beat up Pillman. Pillman. Pillman looks like a guy that's just, uh, I'm glad to be here. He's got to drop that. Mullet. If he ever, no, that... I'm just glad to be here. Mm. If you ever want to shoot, come on, dude. Study tapes of your pop. 
He would. He needs to do something much more interesting than just be part of the show. Dude, I gotta tell you, certain things. And if you can't be like your pop, go home, play golf. There's certain things that annoy me. <laughs> That's rough. Uh, I mean, Soros put uh, Garrison through, attempted to throw on the table yeah. on Pillman. Right. Table doesn't crack. Whoops. Then he tries it again and yeah. it cracks. And then okay. Pillman uses the old, you know, uh, uh, like. <laughs> and I'm like, this is just. You know, Pillman does. Junior doesn't have it, dude. Oh, it's he so. Doesn't that's, he's have it, he's no. either he's not being advised correctly, or he hasn't been present, presented yet with any kind of seriousness. Because I can't with MJF. They what they even cut that. But that was right so. Out. That was quick. That was a here and gone. Yeah, did they even? They had a match. They that's what match you see. Guy? What I'm saying. Right. I mean, they didn't do it. They haven't done shit with Brian Pillman Jr. And that's because they've got 20 pounds of poop in a two-pound bag. AEW. But we knew that already. We know that. So already. what's gonna, what's going to happen? Are we going to have Jungle Boy angry and come after Christian and come after Luchasaurus? You know, you know what's really funny. The joke I'm, about is he can't do anything. Here's the either one of those. Here's guys. the ironic thing: the only one that this whole thing has made me actually like and care about is your boy, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Uh, he's the only intriguing factor in this. Christian Cage. I'm like, I've been watching you since I was 30, whatever. I'm like, no. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of, a lot of I don't know. From us. I they, know. They agree. I look, it's not like he's still not good and all this stuff. He just never did it for me that much anyway. I agree. Is there something wrong with that? I don't no. think so. And quit comparing him to Edge. Hard, get hard get to, out of here. Hard to argue yeah, the point. Please. So I don't know. Claudio defeats Jake Hager. Claudio? Yeah. You, Cesaro. Oh, I almost didn't recognize him when you said that. Were you afraid to say Claudio Casserole, his last name? Again, another guy, it's like... I was he defeated who? The guy... Uh, we the people? We the people. Okay, just want to we make sure. We the people no longer taking we the juice. Right. Ooh. How's he looking? He, he looks good. String beanie? String beanie. Oh, no, no, but he's so big, though. What happened? It's funny when you watch Cesaro. I'm not going to call him Claudio. Cesaro. Cesaro is a great Oh, shape. man, he really and is. he's a big dude. He really is. He's a very strong guy. But already ruined for me because you know what? He's I didn't not like going anywhere. WWE. Yeah, did, can't you see he's not going to go anywhere, though? I don't know about that Tony Khan hug. I'm not so sure. Oh, he's going to be AW champion? You really think I, so? I would be shocked. I don't think so. I just think this is another chance to hug someone from WWE. And he boy, did he hug him. He hugged him. Rosy wosy, huggy wuggy. They don't have a champion. Anybody in sights that can move the needle. <laughs> Just leave the belt either on Chris Jericho or CM Punk or Daniel Bryan. There's Daniel your three. Bryan's not moving the needle. But I don't expect any of them to move the needle. Punk but I think has that the most chances. Right. But even then, I think that at least they'll keep the needle where it is. Put it on Claudio Casserole. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, we'll be down to, to the five and fives and sixes. It would be terrible. Uh, let's uh, see. Uh, Serena D beat out of Jay. Yeah, thank Keith Thank Lee you. and Swerve defeated the Young Bucks and Hobbs and Starks. That shocked me a bit. Yeah, I, was I think not prepared for that. I think that's cool. That's a nice little change, and Keith Lee actually gets your belt. Okay, that yay. must make you feel okay. Not that, not really. The guy blew it. He should be in the WWE. Yeah, well, we Managed by Adam Cole. I was hearing he was having health. Yeah, I was hearing weird shit, but who knows? Who the hell knows what to believe with any of it? And honestly, though. Bringing Keith Lee in and he's a tag team champion went went with the guy really? that with the wait a minute have we forgotten the mo, Keith Lee's pinnacle in his entire career by the way and people are going to go crazy when I say this but I don't give a crap the, the end result is is that you do this to get to the top 
You want to do this to get to the highest amount of stardom and exposure you can. Well, folks, here's his greatest moment in his career. That Royal Rumble where him and Lesnar will wind up staring at each other. And the fans will, like, give it to us. That's the most. That's the closest you got, son. So, like, for him to go to AEW, I would think they'd realize the enormity of the man, the skill of the man, great wrestler. Oh, my God. The charisma, in my opinion, of the man. This is what you do with him? Again, 20 pounds of shit in a two-pound bag. Can't do right by anybody. I never saw much charisma in him. I did. I'll give you the first two points. I felt he did. Okay. He did it without talking, though. Understand that. It was mostly smiling and, and just, you know, his in-ring mannerisms. I felt he had charisma. But, uh, yeah, I don't see this as a great thing for his career longevity-wise. Well, I, I want a tag belt. It's nice you got a belt. Overall, anyway. uh, we're almost out of time. So yes, o- sir. Overall, I would say this. Um, AEW is becoming more, for me, is becoming more intriguing. Yeah. In a okay. lot of ways. That's fine. Um, They're always going to put on a clinic as far as physical, the physicality. There's something, I don't know who's writing the storylines or writing TV for them. It's haphazard. That might be a show that needs to go to three hours. Because the problem Ooh, is, like, wow. where's MJF? Can you hear them? They're, they're, the diehards are screaming. MJF. Yeah, where is he? It's like, did they know, Did they capitalize on that? idea of trying to capitalize, make it as real as possible. Now I feel like you lost all your momentum. You lost the momentum. I agree. You know, CM Punk, same thing. Hurt, kind of like, mm-hmm. lost your momentum. Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan, you lost. Something right. to do with injury. Right. But they seem not to keep, like, when Stone Cold was hurt, they kept them on TV. You mean to, I think what you mean to say is is that they seemed to be like a company that a long time ago took Bret Hart one week after the screw job and did nothing with him. Yes, yes. Is that, that's what it sounds like. That company sounds similar to that other company from all those years ago. Uh-oh. By the way, son. See you in a couple of years when one of the McMahons is standing on AEW's ring going, Hey, I just bought AEW! And everybody's really well, mad. Now that you brought Sorry. up the card, I want to say yeah. Sundays on AE is definitely much-watched TV with the biographies every week. Mm-hmm. Then they have they added in something called Rivalries, which oh. produced on the network All right. times. Okay. Uh, so they opened up with The Undertaker. They opened up with Shawn Michaels' Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. And then they do, uh, like, uh, I guess it's called Raw Talk or something. At okay. Park. So it's literally Bunch of... 8 to 11, eight till midnight. You'll be watching that, I, won't you? Undertaker, as you know the whole story, but still great. It doesn't matter. The guy's... Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, that yeah. story never gets old. No, them. how could it? They tell it the same story in 18 different ways, how... and it's always intriguing. Yeah, how could it? I agree. I agree. It's like those juicy band battles, you know, like then yeah. John and Paul cursed each other out and, right. like, you know, threw cigarettes at each Just other. Never get, get I old. never get tired of it. Never nope. Gets old. Nope. That's on Sundays? On Sundays. Oh. Hey, you got to watch it, dude. Yeah. On my phone. Went, went. <laughs> All right. This has been Mike Monty. This has been The Pharaoh. You've been watching This Week in Wrestling. And until next week in wrestling, later. Watch Rampage. Watch SmackDown. Yeah, those things. Peace.